This week on MXPB, major coverage of a mini Nintendo Direct. Plus, deep dive into Banjo-Kazooie lore. Don't go away, MXPB starts now. Hello and welcome to the Morning XP Boost. We're your hosts, Tox and Glitch, and we're here to give you the experience points you need to level up and get through your week weekend at this point. How are you doing, Glitch? <laughs> I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, I've been playing lots of games, and we've got uh, Surprise Nintendo Direct Mini. Uh, they just I'm not sure why snuck, it's mini. They snuck yeah. it right out there, didn't they? They're sneaky Nintendo. Uh, so we're going to talk about that as our feature presentation and uh, some history in their new deep dive format. Uh, I'm excited for it. I am too. I I know I happen to have an inside uh, an inside guy here at Morning XP Booth, so I happen to know uh-huh. what the history piece is about, and I can't wait uh, to hear all about it. You're saying there's a leaker at MXPB? Oh, man, there just might be. <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, uh, well, talk, yeah. you said you've been playing lots of games. What, uh, what have yeah. you been playing? I'm really anxious to hear. I've been playing Sea of Thieves, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a little bit of Far Cry 6, Mario Strikers, and Marvel Avengers. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. I kind of <laughs> I mean, Striker Mario Strikers I had been playing uh like uh, you know for a few weeks now, just kind of in the rotation. It's easy to pick up and play. Uh, my wife likes to play it and so uh we play together. So that's a, that's a good one we can play together. It was the first uh official like season uh I guess you call it a season or series, like one week seasons of of online competition where you team up with your club you play a bunch of games, you get points for wins, you get points for losses, more points for wins, obviously, and then you kind of rank up. They, they group you up. I don't exactly know how it's done. They group you up into, like, subdivisions of, like, well, I don't know, seven or eight uh, clubs, and then you kind of, like, you know, so you have, like, a leaderboard, and you can win that division, and then I, I guess there might be, at some point, like, uh, championships or like semifinals or so I don't know I don't know how it's gonna work to be honest but hmm. I logged in uh, to play exactly one game for the first season I totally did not have time for it this week but I played the one game and lost it was close but I lost but got us a point which uh, puts us above the other three teams in our league that didn't play any games so it's a little bit of a slow start to that, I think. <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I also kind of like doubled down on Game Pass, uh, okay. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Okay. And so I was playing, I mean, so I've been playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles since it yeah. was released on Switch, and it's awesome. It's so much fun. Uh, you and I definitely got to play that. Yeah. Uh, is it is but, it actually yeah. online play as well? Because I think it's six, also um, six people, six player online co-op. Wow! And I'm guessing they have a couch co-op as well for the and couch you know, co-op, and you can bring as many couch p- 
people with you to the online uh, play. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I really need to pick that title up. It's it's like number one on my list. And um, I just don't know. Do I pick it up on Switch, which I'm thinking uh, that's the way to buy it? Or uh-huh, do I pick uh-huh. it up on PlayStation? It's, mm. it's a there is one. no crossplay yet. Oh, there's so. no crossplay yet. And I don't know. Maybe Maybe you know, but uh sometimes it seems like uh even within playstation if you mm-hmm. ps5 to ps4 play is sometimes not supported have you heard anything like that i yeah i actually i have there are yeah. certain titles that are not supported playstation 4 to playstation 5 uh i think from what i read sony is really working hard to try to fix it's a couple select titles yeah. that 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 that's not working for okay. um but for most titles, unless it explicitly states that it does not support like the backwards compatibility crossplay, it should work. So, but yes, that is a thing, a hundred percent. Yeah. So it might not be a thing with tur- with turtles, but and then the other thing. So I I I've got a friend. Uh, we sometimes play games, and uh, a he doesn't have any consoles. Uh, and he's got like a laptop so we were playing like portal 2 together uh oh, okay. you know something fairly easy to to run on a laptop yeah but this this past week when we got together online and i was like hey you want to try an experiment and he got game pass you okay. know one dollar for a three months trial yeah. i have game pass uh we played turtles uh online through xbox game pass like together wow. Wow. through our browsers and it was great it worked like seamlessly xbox game uh, pass you, those guys are... i feel like i'm a walking advertisement for game pass it's just like it's so good and so then after that i was like what else is on game pass and i started playing marvel avengers like the game that keeps going on sale that i won't buy for even like 15 dollars because i heard it yeah. was so, so weird but it, yeah it's on game pass so i started playing that and it's it's been fun i mean you know it's basically free for me to play so why not Did you play through like some of the intro missions i'm curious uh, because same yeah. thing you know it's on my radar it always goes on sale i never pick it up i have tons of free like stuff that like playstation yeah. and like uh prime gaming has thrown my way yeah. and um I, I still just haven't bought the game what do you think what are your what are your first thoughts on it so there's a few different modes uh mm-hmm. and uh the mode i'm playing is kind of like a a mission centered around miss marvel which is kind of okay. perfect because i i started watching miss marvel on yeah. disney plus recently so yeah. yeah i mean it's fun it's kind of just getting going you got to play as a few different heroes you get i got a feel for the controls but um uh, really just in the beginning but the narrative is is pretty good and Works well. Hasn't crashed on me, at least. That's good. Um, good. Did you say you were playing Sea of Thieves also? (laughs) So that's also on... Because related to (laughs) our uh, history take, uh, I noticed that the developer of that history game also did this game, which perked my interest. And I had sort of heard about it before, so that's on... So I checked, is it on Game Pass? Uh, yes, it is. It is. So, uh, I, uh, yeah, I was a pirate for a couple hours the other night. I've heard that. I mean, that game is 
critically acclaimed. I mean, they've done crossovers with the Walt Disney Company with Pirates of the Caribbean, so you know it's no yeah. small thing. Uh, what's your take on Sea of Thieves? Ubisoft um, actually just announced, I think, I think they just announced it. It's either official or unofficial, but they have a game that's going to compete with Sea of Thieves coming out, uh, oh. I think, September, November, called like Bones, Bones of the Deep or something like that. I'll have to look <laughs> it up. Uh, there's no official announcement, so it's not going to make our news. But yeah. Um, yeah, Bone Thieves or something like that is, uh, it's going to be like Ubisoft's uh, competition for this game and it's going to be a console release because i don't think sea of thieves is out on it might be out on i guess it's on xbox right and PC? it's at least on xbox okay. and it's from rare so i don't know if it's a oh. microsoft exclusive Sounds or right. not to be Prob- honest i think it is yeah so it's not on playstation and that would make sense why ubisoft would try to create a competitor because they ubisoft is open to all platforms so but, yeah. but what's your take on Sea of Thieves? I've heard it's very popular. Um, I've always wanted to give it a shot. It's, uh, I mean, I, like, I only did intro stuff, okay. but I do like, uh, I gotta say, I mean, I had a lot of fun steering my ship to the port and just parking, <laughs> just like, I don't know, it's kind of parking geeky, your boat, like parking my boat. I got to parking. play Captain Glitch for a little while. <laughs> okay um do you get a boat right off or do you start as a deckhand is there a uh you get a a boat there's like you just get a boat you just get a boat there's a tutorial you have to fix your boat but okay anything and then they sort of teach you like how to steer you basically raise or lower your sail and then basically just raise or lower the anchor or and basically just steer the the big steer steer at the helm Mm -hmm. um so uh yeah are, and then you go uh, to learn yeah and then you yeah. get like treasure maps and you kind of it's kind of neat you have to sort of you get a map of an island and you have to sh- figure out based on the shape of the island you have sort of a larger map of the world and it's like oh where is it on the world and what direction is it in and then take out your compass and point your boat in that direction and then get to the island so it's it's kind of a neat change of pace from games where they just tell you exactly where to go, you know, with a marker. (laughs) It's 15 meters in that direction or whatever. You just kind of have to figure it out. Is there a survival aspect? Kind of like, you know, you have to, you know, drink and eat and stuff or you die or is it kind of just more about the the boat and finding gold? Yeah, it's like finding treasure and the island I went to, I didn't realize this. You have a bunch of weapons. You have a sword and a gun. I'm like, oh, that's neat. And of course, you have them for a reason because the islands have like skeleton monsters, I guess. Oh, no. So uh, I blasted the skeleton monsters. You dig up treasure with a shovel, which I I think is kind of cool. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of mechanics that I haven't even gotten into, but you can basically gain uh, favor with different different guilds or different, uh, I don't know what you call them, different types of people. Like there Mm -hmm. are merchants who do like trade stuff. There's like gold hoarders who are basically just looking for treasure uh i think there's a few other classes you can go to those representatives at various islands and get quests and then you can rank up in those respective categories to get more quests or different reputations and i think there's a lot there but yeah just scratching the surface now do you know like do you have like a crew or is it just a solo guy on a boat with a sail (laughs) Sailing you boat. can you can crew up on the same mission and invite your friends and i was kind of playing with that and it's a little bit wonky i opened up like a public thing 
mm-hmm. and some guy like <laughs> monkey Came spark like four five six <laughs> joined my crew and i was like oh all right monkey's here uh and they were there for like 30 you. seconds and then disconnected so i i yeah you can okay. and that's what it, that's what appealed to me <laughs> i wanted to get some friends together especially since it's on game pass and just yeah. do some quests yeah huh well that sounds great i'm looking forward to um I, i'm sure when ubisoft comes out with their come com, their game that that's going to compete with sea of thieves i'm sure it's not going to compete on the same level i know sea of thieves is an absolute monster of a game um but i'm Four excited years old, though so you know. yeah um but i'm excited to to play a game that'll be like sea of thieves so ubisoft yeah. hurry up <laughs> yeah yeah what are you playing so uh Fall Guys just became free to play, uh, and Fortnite and Rocket League, Epic Games, uh, is doing like a special. If you play a hundred matches of Fall Guys, you get some free cosmetics in both Rocket League and uh, in Fortnite. There's this. I don't know if you remember a couple seasons back. There's a character called Mancake. He's the pancake yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing this really cool like commando version of man cake they're gonna give his skin away for free if you play a hundred matches of fall guys and uh i'm actually really enjoying it ariel and i have been playing it together uh the skins are kind of cute the game is whimsical um yeah i would say it's 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 a change from you know like Fortnite. so i've been having a lot of fun with it i like the whimsy and the cuteness of it it is very cute that's cool that's cool yeah, um, but yeah. So if you're if you want free stuff, in actually there's uh-huh. even free. Uh, I get what are they called? Kudos, the in-game currency. Okay. Um, you can get free currency right now too. It's up to I can't remember the number, but it's something like three to five thousand of those kudos things that you can get. And I guess you can buy like skins and stuff like that with that that currency. Nice. There's like trying to juice juice it up for all the new players yeah <laughs> yeah and uh Encio auditore the character from assassin's creed um he's currently their like tier one battle pass skin that you can get so that's i mean that's pretty cool that they're already doing oh. crossovers with big game companies ubisoft actually huh. so yeah nice. um so started playing fall guys actually yesterday yesterday or today um and then there's a huge sale in the PlayStation store. They've got, uh, it's like they're another summer sale, uh, 75% off select titles, 80% off select titles, 60% off select titles. Um, I picked up AC Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, the like super extreme, awesome mega version. You, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate everything bundle, uh, usually like 120, bucks uh they had it on sale for i think 15 dollars. so i mean you can't dang what yeah. a deal um i know we've talked previously on the show about me playing assassin's creed uh the the recent one the viking one Val- valhalla right. yep. and i really struggled to get into that one for some reason but i'm actually uh i've played through some of the the early stages of odyssey and i'm really enjoying it i think maybe i just nice. needed a change of location yeah yeah um, you got too lost in that expansive world it's i mean valhalla it's huge it's such a big and odyssey honestly it's it's the same it's also 
In fact, I think Odyssey might even have a larger uh, map oh, than no. Valhalla. But uh, Odyssey takes place in like Greece and the Mediterranean, and it's not winter, and nah. you know you're not in the woods and in the mountains. And yeah. I don't know. I think it's just a prettier. You know, you're you're along the the side of the Mediterranean, and it's beautiful, yeah. and you can hear the waves yeah, yeah. and the oh yeah, it's it's really peaceful. I took a picture of a donkey. So <laughs> I'm really excited well, where this go. is going to go. Yeah, that's the <laughs> What else do you stuff. need in your game? Right. Um, and, and I love it. It's got a really great photo mode, so I'm going to have a blast with that. Uh, and then Ghost Recon Breakpoint uh, is like a tactical shooter. Also an Ubisoft game. Uh, it was like 80% off. It was on sale also from like 120 bucks down to like $15. I had never... Pl- I actually... I, I played Ghost Recon games back on the probably like the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 mm. and been a while. They, yeah, it's been a while. They were they were okay tactical shooters. They're they are not like uh previously they were not like Call of Duty, they're not like Battlefield. They're more they're slower paced. They're they're kind of closer to uh a realism kind of simulated shooter than they are mm. uh in in your face run and gun. I can die and come back and that's okay kind of deal. So this, you, you really have to plan your loadouts. You have to plan your approaches and you kind of have to like, you know, you have to know what you're getting into, um, as far as your missions and stuff go. So, um, Mm. yeah, it's a, it's a pretty fun game. I've actually put more hours into that than I have the other two titles. Um, really enjoying it. The, you, you know, like I said, you, you control your loadout. There's a lot of customization. um, it's actually a looter shooter, which is kind of surprising. So you can change up your gear and, uh, you know, I love that. So yeah, upgrading gear, yeah. trying out all kinds of different weapons. You can pretty much silence, um, a majority of the weapons. So it's kind of like Far Cry, actually. I mean, uh, yeah. same company, Ubisoft. Um, so you can kind of plan your approaches to these different locations. Uh, there's different vehicles, people that can help you. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Nice. I got, I got to say, I'm having a little bit of a hard time with Far Cry 6 at this point. Yeah, I was playing it, and I think it's just like, I mean, I'm not good at aiming <laughs> with a controller, and maybe I should adjust my settings, but I played this level, and it's like, okay, you know, I, I did the tactical thing, I sh- tried to shoot all the alarms, I missed one, whatever, I died, but I'm freeing this guy, Miguel, from jail, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I'm like, I get the cell open. I'm like, all right, let's go. The exit's like a hundred meters. Well, let's just go to the exit. But he's like, no, I want to stop and shoot every guard that I see. Oh. So I'm like, okay, I guess we have to kill everybody. Uh, <laughs> so I kill most of the people uh, miraculously. And then I get through, you know, I get through the gate. We get in a car together and a truck. We're driving away from the prison nobody's around we're in the middle of like not a cut scene but like you know he's like talking to me mm-hmm. and we're like yeah. oh man we made it out of there and then like 20 meters from the checkpoint um he dies and disappears and it's oh. like miguel died you failed and i was like <gasps> he was sitting right next to me in the car there's nobody around i was like what the heck and then i just like oh, i'm not gonna do that again so <laughs> So I'm taking a break. <laughs> I I knew so I got the game on release and I there were some glitches for sure with Far Cry. Yeah. Um yeah, 
Yeah, that's one of them. It happens. I think that happened to me. Jank. That happened to yeah. me like a handful of times too. So it's like, oh, I think I'm going to take a break from this game for a little bit. Right. I'll, go, I'll go back and try it again. I'll but, do it again. It just yeah. well, I was like a little bit blah. I want to say actually that same mission probably took me three times to get him because it's something okay. that triggers it's not that just glitch. Me. <laughs> yeah, I had to look it up. There's something that triggers it, like something that you did like back in the prison. If you like oh, interact wow. with something or open a certain door, I can't remember what it was. Um, but by interacting with that, you create the glitch later down the line um, Ooh, that yuck. he just disappears. <laughs> Pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I, I would recommend know, taking a little break. <laughs> yeah. I like blowing stuff up and it's fun. So. Yeah. Yeah. D- Far Cry's, you know, they're definitely, they have their fan base. Um, but like, you know, you can you can select how you want to uh how you want to approach a mission. You want to go in guns blazing or do you want to be uh secret and yeah, snipey. 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 Yeah, no, it's it's still a lot of fun and there's a lot there. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the world itself though. Have have you had a chance to just go fishing yet? Yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed being in the world, that's for sure. Yeah, and you can also like so you can collect all the different one of my favorite things to do with Far Cry 6 was collect you get your your binoculars and you can scan all the different vehicles and those vehicles then get added to your garage inventory. So you can oh. like that's something I did. That was one of the first things I did actually was go through and try to fill out my garage inventory with all the vehicles. Yeah. I had a lot of fun doing that with all the there's a lot of different types of boats. Yeah. Um, and I used to just go out on one of the the larger boats you can get kind of like later um or if you're feeling crazy and you think you can take them on you can just go get it at any point but one of the bigger boats you can just kind of go out in the middle of the water and just fish it's pretty cool nice nice (laughs) yeah i noticed that i had there are some boats and like when i first got on a boat uh it was like you know drive your boat to this other island i'm like okay but along the way there was another boat that was like on fire or something (laughs) yeah 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 I stopped and like, I don't know, I probably probably killed some baddies or whatever. And then I climbed on the boat and then I repaired it. <laughs> yeah. And I just took that boat. <laughs> nice. I was like, sweet, new boat. This is a better boat. <laughs> yeah, this is a way better boat than this janky one. <laughs> yeah, and then that's fun too. I definitely, whenever I get into a vehicle, it's like, drive it to a drop-off point to add it to your inventory. And I'm like, oh, I gotta, where is it? I gotta get oh, it. It's like. Did you yeah. get a chance to hear the Ricky Martin song yet? No, I'm waiting for it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Keep listening to that radio. There's a Ricky Martin song in there. <laughs> nice. Whew, it's a lot of games. You yeah. and I have both been playing a lot of games. That been makes busy. me happy. Yeah. Game well, happy. does that mm-hmm. mean then that it's time for us to go back in time? Let's go back in time. Well, Minecraft voiceover assistant said it, so here we are. <laughs> my favorite person in the world, besides you, Tox. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, since since this is a Tox inspired history, uh-huh. I think I I think I've got to do it. Hey, Tox. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> the year is 1998. Uh, I got to do one of those things where I actually look up what happened and else happened in 1998. Yeah, uh, like, what was the cost of an ice cream cone? I don't know. Five cents. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. 
I have no sense of time or money. I'm going back to the 90s. (laughs) I know, right? 98 was a great year. Five cent ice cream cones. I mean, you could get those free ones. I don't know if they still have them, but I remember back then, you could get the really tiny free ones for McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with like a kid's meal or something? Yeah. 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 Uh, The year is 1998, and on June 29th, for the Nintendo 64, Banjo-Kazooie was released. And now I know we've talked about Banjo-Kazooie a lot on the podcast before, um, but I dug up some things that I don't think we've talked about. Um, and yeah, I'm going to talk about them. So here we go. I'm uh, excited to hear. I know this is <laughs> I know this is like one of your all-time favorite games. So Oh yeah, by yeah. far. So I mean, there's a 3D platformer uh, where you play as Banjo who's a bear with a backpack that contains a bird called Kazooie. The bird is sassy. Banjo's kind of dumb. Banjo's sister uh, gets kidnapped by the evil witch Gruntilda. So they have to go save the sister. You know, Grunty wants to steal her youth or whatever. Actually, Banjo-Kazooie is awesome in so many ways. It's developed by Rare, uh, the sort of legendary video game <laughs> studio from the 90s and early 2000s. They really are. Uh, they really are. I mean, there's that amazing games, right, all around. Same team that developed Donkey Kong Country and Donkey Kong Country 2 for the Super Nintendo. Um, so you know you know it's good. They're no strangers to um, groundbreaking and stuff and great games. Um, but one of the many hilarious, like, it's just chock full of, like, humor and like sarcasm and stuff like that one of my favorite things about this is like when you get a game over in banjo kazooie um you know the evil witch is like aha i won but it's not just like game over uh you get a little scene where like you know she's trying to steal your sister's youth or whatever and so she's like stirring the pot stirring the potion and then does a spell and then she like turns from like like old ugly witch into like super sexy like green witch and then you know the sister turns into like the ugly kind of like wart whatever looking thing and so you've got like sexy gruntilda is like totally a thing and like there's a ton of fan art uh around (laughs) gruntilda and sexy gruntilda uh not all of it um r rated but yeah it's definitely a fan favorite on a lot of levels uh, well, sexy uh, well, well, I'll avoid uh, googling that. My breath for a second here. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, and so, anyways, so many great things about this game. Uh, a little bit of history about it. Uh, it began as a two and a half D platformer, um, which so this is after Donkey Kong Country and Donkey Kong Country Two, really awesome two D platformers. Uh, So I think they were looking for something to kind of, you know, take to the next level, something to do next. And this is sort of between Super Nintendo and Nintendo 64. Um, And so they had this idea, okay, two and a half D platformer. Then they saw Mario 64 and they're like, oh, never mind. We should do that. (laughs) And uh, so they switched formats to a 3D platformer. Uh, The main character of this previous title uh, what was it called? What was it called? What was it called? What was it called? Project Dream was the initial title for this. Um, and that character was supposed to be a pirate. And that morphed from a pirate to a bunny. 
and then finally to a bear. <laughs> so can you imagine playing this game as a bunny? I think that would be pretty hilarious. That, yeah, it would be, actually. <laughs> it's just kind of oh. interesting how a game goes from like concept to what we see, right? Project Dream, 2.5D platformer with a pirate. It's like, nope, never mind. And there's definitely like pirate-inspired things in Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, Treasure Trove <laughs> Cove is like a whole pirate-themed uh, place. Uh, and even in the sequel as well, in the sequel, Banjo-Tooie, uh, they actually have a reference back to their original antagonist for the Project Dream pirate game that they called Captain Black Eye. And you can actually meet Captain Black Eye in like a tavern in one of the levels. And if you talk to him enough time, he laments about, you know, having a dream where, oh, I think you were in it. <laughs> And you were like messing with them. That's oh, kind of the plot. That's yeah. fun. That's that's a nice that's little. Fun. Yeah, I like it when companies there's, do that. <laughs> there's a little Easter eggs and references like all over the place. In Banjo Kazooie's house, there's actually a portrait of a screenshot from Project Dream. There's like a pirate, piratey portrait, and that's supposedly a screen grab from the early like Project Dream concept. Uh, so, anyways, that's where it came from. It's pretty good. Um, but what I was talking about earlier was Sea of Thieves. So I guess they finally realized like that kernel of concept and Project Dream being a pirate game. They realized that in the form of Sea of Thieves, like 20 years later, released on Xbox in 2018. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. And that was actually why I went to go look for Sea of Thieves on Game Pass because I was like, oh, Rare made that. And of course, this is Rare after Microsoft acquisition. And so it's a slightly different team. But I just think it's so cool how there's that tie into Banjo-Kazooie and for to an idea that's over 20 years old. Um, I, I like that this game also inspired so many other games and that uh, yeah. other games incorporated a lot of what Banjo-Kazooie did. And those other games pay homage to banjo kazooie i mean games like even games not even related to this type of, of series half-life has um has a couple references to banjo kazooie um it really <laughs> yeah i think it was blue shift the the dlc for half-life uh, uh yeah. there was a a file that's open on the desk and it says like banjo five or something like that <laughs> if you walked over to the filing cabinet on five it said kazooie so like nice <laughs> yeah, fun little references in other video games. And then, uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, Platonic Games uh, yeah. is is a group of their, it, of like key rare uh, developers yeah. that left yeah. and developed uh, Platonic Games. And they consider Ukulele the right. spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. And they make tons of references. In fact, the villain uh, in Banjo or in Ukulele was designed by the person who created the villain in Banjo Kazooie. And it's a the character wears a fishbowl on her head, and inside nice. the fishbowl is a goldfish that looks a lot like um, oh, what is that character's name? Is uh, oh, I had it, uh, Royston, Royston. So okay. the the goldfish looks a lot like Royston from um, 
Banjo Kazooie. So the nice. the 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 character's name is Doctor Puzz. If you get a chance, you have to look it up. <laughs> Doctor Puzz. Doctor Puzz. It's the Ed Bryan is the person that designed like the the bad guys for uh okay. for Banjo Kazooie. And also designed the villain in ukulele and pays homage yeah. to to those characters that he created. Yeah, it's the same the same primary developer as the fur banjo kazooie, Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Trinity Two, uh, at Platonic doing ukulele and all of its all of its spinoffs and sequels. That yeah, it's great that they're still making like awesome games with that style. And like you said, I think Banjo Kazooie was. Was it the first three platformer, right? Mario sixty four on the on the N sixty four specifically pre- preceded it, but I it was first, or at least it paid attention to a lot of detail that maybe three D platformers hadn't at that time yet, being such a new genre. Um, in particular, having like a more cohesive world, like Mario sixty four was awesome. You were in the castle, you jump through paintings, and you'd have kind of like a self contained world. And it was kind of random. It's like, this one's a clock. Like, okay, this is like some tower with thwomps. This is an open field with bob But Banjo-Kazooie, I think, was a little bit more cohesive in the sense that there was like a reason, more of a connected world, um, more uh, more sort of complete uh, mini worlds in each of its levels. That was one of their goals anyways. Also... Um, really cool like technology i think behind this because there's so much detail in the banjo kazooie graphics and of course this is a game from 1998 on the nintendo 64 it only goes so far um but they really wanted to have like really rich textures and so they played some graphical tricks which i think is hilarious because so what they did um according to i read some of this in nintendo life one of their articles um they said something that we did a lot of was render high-res models with lighting, then apply those textures to the in-game models. So, you know, if you give your computer lots and lots of time, you got a 3D model of Banjo, Banjo and Kazooie with, like, super nice lighting, you can render an image and it'll look super cool, but you couldn't necessarily do that on Nintendo 64 hardware at 30 frames <laughs> per second. Um, but... If you sort of just captured that end result and then painted it on top of the model, that's what textures basically are, um, you can get something that looks good. It won't be dynamic and reflecting, you know, changing light or whatever, but it still looks really good and really detailed. um, And you say you don't have to spend all that time computing it. It's just kind of an image that you lay on top. And I think... That, and so they used a lot of that to make their uh, graphics look, you know, a little bit nicer and have more detail. And I thought that was hilarious because, I mean, Donkey Kong, does it sound familiar at all? Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country 2 all had sort of those pre-rendered uh, graphics, all right, instead of sprites, uh, the, all those little 3D looking monkeys and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like funny. That's their jam, basically. What was... Uh- Actually, you know, talking about Donkey Kong, I was actually, uh, I was in a conversation at work uh, the other day. We were talking about Donkey Kong. What was the the little girl's monkey's name that had the, like, long yellow hair? She could, like, use it to grab Dixie. stuff. Dixie. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
DKC so, three yeah. had Dixie Con- or DKC two had Dixie and Diddy. <laughs> They're looking for Donkey. DKC yeah. three had Dixie and Kitty Kitty Kong. Okay, uh, big baby monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but lots yeah. of cool stuff. Yeah, and there's uh, so much stuff in here. I don't know. The, one other really cool thing I thought real quick was that. Uh, so they didn't want. They wanted to get the game out. They didn't want to spend time recording like voiceover text, and so. Uh, but they still wanted to have that feel, and so what they did is they had the developers themselves just make noises, right? Like guh guh guh, <laughs> or I mean, if you've played the game, you know these noises, right? Anytime there's text you get this really sometimes annoying sound that plays over and over different for each character it's just a sound effect it's not like they're not words right it's a vocal sound effect uh but yeah the developers made all those noises i thought that was hilarious so since we are talking about banjo kazooie we know and i'm sure you're aware of this there is a rumor going around that we should be getting a new banjo kazooie title is that out yet that that that's happening ah, that's the first i'm hearing of it okay so um there is it and it this is like this is a i under rumors i would mark this one as credible um that xbox uh you know we know that rare is currently making xbox or microsoft exclusive games uh they're currently working on a perfect dark uh title but yeah. uh People that are familiar with the game developer have stated that there is an upcoming Banjo-Kazooie title in the works, and we should be getting announcement potentially later this year. Uh, there nice. was, when Xbox did their showcase with Bethesda a couple, what was that, a, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, they were actually expecting the, uh, the announcement uh, to come then, but uh, it's potentially pushed back and... Uh, we we should be getting it probably later this year an announcement at least so that's that is sweet yeah and that, like i said this is a pretty credible rumor from sources at um at microsoft and rare so i would keep our fingers crossed and hope that this comes to light cuz i know everybody wants new banjo kazooie and has for years yeah keep keep your feathers crossed yeah uh, they did make a banjo kazooie game nuts and bolts i think uh was this? In the Microsoft Xbox era. Ooh. And it's on Game Pass. And that's one of the things I'm looking forward to trying. But I haven't played it. I hear it's different in a lot of ways. So uh, I'd be curious to see what direction a new Banjo-Kazooie game from from Microsoft and Rare, uh, what it looks like, for sure. Now, uh, I remember like Banjo-Kazooie did... Did they have commercials too back then? Like back in the day when they came out? <laughs> I feel like yeah, they real, did. <laughs> yeah. Real, real quick, the same article I was looking at from Nintendo Life had videos of the commercials. And yeah. you should just go watch them. Right, they, They're kind of ridiculous. Commercials for a video game also just kind of seems weird. But it's like they're live action commercials. Right, it's not like <laughs> look at this sweet gameplay. There's some gameplay, but it's not like a voiceover over gameplay or you know rendered, uh, 3D rendered uh, animation or something. It's like these for Banjo Kazooie. It was like these like guys around a campfire. I guess they're supposed to be like thieves or something. They look like a little bit dirty. They could just have been like campers, but they're like, oh yeah, and it has 
fur everywhere and huge claws and a beak, like describing a monster. And then oh. it's like, it's Banjo. <laughs> They're like, bad guys, beware. Banjo Kazooie's coming to get you. Like, that doesn't fit at all. <laughs> the, and, the and of the game. live action. Like, <laughs> live action. Well, oh. even better is the commercial for Banjo Tooie, where, um, it, so Banjo, so live action guy in like a banjo suit, you know, oh. like seven feet tall, oh. and another dude. Uh, in a plane they're about to go skydiving right and so like the hatch is open or whatever they're in the plane and the guy's like oh banjo that's just the backpack you need a parachute and banjo's like whatever i've got kazooie get out of my way <laughs> and so he jumps out of the plane uh but then one of the thing one of the gimmicks or interesting things in banjo Tooie was that you could separate uh banjo and kazooie so you could play as them uh Oops. individually yeah. whereas Normally, you have them always together. Yeah. And so the thing in the commercial was Banjo was like, all right, Kazooie, come out. But there's no Kazooie because they were separated. And he's like, "Uh oh, and he falls down on the ground next to Kazooie, who's chilling by the pool, drinking a drink. Uh, (laughs) All live action. Nice. (laughs) You've got to love it. It's 90s and 80s video games commercials (laughs) are just you can't you can't beat them. They're so good. It's weird. I don't know who they thought their target audience was, but I don't. I don't either. I, I mean, the um, do you remember the one with the light gun? And this takes it back a couple of years to Nintendo with the. I feel uh, like I've seen seen the them. I have my light gun commercials. Yeah. yeah, whole family fun, right? Little Jimmy with the shooting gun. at the TV screen, trying to get the bird, the ducks, duck hunt. Yeah, yeah. I I have my NES original box that it came in. And I was looking at it recently and it's just like, it looks like, uh, it, it, it looks like a, like a screen grab from the intro to full house or something. Right. It's yeah. just like, yeah. you know, happy white family, uh, you know, kid with like eighties hair, mom with eighties hair, everybody's smiling, not really looking at the TV where they've got a picture of the game on. Like, yeah, it's very, very eighties. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Glitch. Yeah. We should uh, maybe mosey on over to our feature. What do you think? I think you're right. <laughs> That's the mosey music. Oh, yeah. It's news o'clock. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Nintendo Direct is the news yeah. of the day. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Did you have, were there any highlights that uh, you really liked out of the Direct? So, uh, actually, the Pac-Man World remake is yeah. looking, is looking pretty good. Uh, Ariel had played that uh, growing up, and uh, honestly, we're really excited to get our hands on it. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about the. You're the Nintendo guru on the show. So, no, go ahead. I don't have uh, anything more to add other than like, oh, that looks neat, and uh. It's a title that we've talked about a lot here recently, and it's getting more light. Return to Monkey Island is coming to Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I thought you would like that. Yeah. yeah um, you know, this is originally a LucasArts video game. And, uh-huh. you know, we're starting to see a resurgence of Guybrush Threepwood. And I cannot be happier that, <laughs> that, this, <laughs> that this point and click is coming back to light. I mean, it is a solid game and uh if you haven't played 
Return to Monkey Island. You don't really need to play the first one. So there's there's two in the series. We're getting ready to get a third one, apparently, which is incredible. But you have <sighs> to play the second one. It's a LucasArts game. I mean, LucasArts made X-Wing That's... versus TIE Fighter. There's a couple other games that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know. They made like Outlaws, which was a really fun uh, first-person uh, Western shooter. Uh, and of course they made all these, these other great games too, like uh, Jedi Knight, but return to monkey Island. That's another one that was slept on and it's getting resurgence and I love it. Good, good game. It, did you see the video for it at all? I was curious how you, uh, feel that, uh, if it's doing it justice. Ooh, I did not. I'm going to look it up oh, while you talk okay. a little bit about whatever grabbed your fancy while you were watching <laughs> the direct. Yeah, look at the Monkey Island video because uh, it was actually like a good three minutes or so in the direct, uh, if I recall. This was kind of a big deal. Uh, my takeaways from the direct were uh, so this was a third party showcase, a Nintendo Direct Mini, uh, still like twenty six minutes long. So I don't, I guess Mini because it's not Nintendo first party titles. I don't know. There was so much in here that didn't seem very Mini to me. Um, so many farming games around the middle end of the direct. Um, we'll talk about some of those. And the other funny thing I thought about the direct just in general was that each game was some type of exclusive. Like this is a console exclusive. This is a console first. This is a switch exclusive. This is a switch early access game. It's like, trying to show some kind of like exclusiveness or like special special thing but i have no idea what any of it means like console exclusive i guess okay switch is a console but funny stuff i think funny stuff but the big the biggest thing i think was opener uh you know maybe not a new uh announcement but um something that's been really hyped Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak coming out. Real soon, it should be out by now. Um, looks amazing. Uh, I thought it was interesting because there is some voiceover and like actually some like information about a s- possible story. Um, they noted that this archdemon from the abyss is driving monsters into our realm, and they're like monsters and humans have more in common than they think. Uh, so I wonder if you're going to like team up with the monsters or something, but it's kind of nice to get a little bit more uh, story into uh, into what's going on in Sunbreak. Not that Monster Hunter games need any story. Uh, you just need lots of monsters. Lots of monsters. Um, yeah. Mario and Rabbids Spark of Hope actually looks pretty good. The Mario game goes on sale. Uh, current Mario and Rabbids goes on sale like all the time on the Nintendo store. Yeah. Um. Looks like a lot of fun. I just haven't picked it up yet. It's one of those yeah. titles. I it's basically like XCOM meets Mario. It is. What I understand. Yeah, I was thinking that. My friend actually lent me a physical copy of Mario and Rabbids, so I I got to try it out. I'll what? do that this weekend for sure. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what your take is. I like I said, it's another title that's just kind of been sitting in my cart, waiting to buy it when it goes on sale. But I've been so busy with other titles. Another one yeah. that, that really kind of spoke to me is, um, which I can't believe that this is happening in the first place, um, is No Man's Sky. Is that, 
did I read that yeah. right? Did I see that in the trailer? Yeah. Like, that's actually coming to Nintendo Switch? Yeah, yeah. A doesn't lot that, of... That blows the mind, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and it's not even a cloud version. That's what uh, I was going to ask. I wanted to verify. So you know that it's not a cloud version. Where is it here in the list? Yeah, uh, yeah. they didn't say. They did say... So a lot of remakes... I mean, we talked about this before... Or not remakes, sorry. A lot of ports. Some remakes, too. Um, we've talked about this before, though. It's like... I think because of the Switch's popularity and accessibility, uh, I think, you know, and this makes me, this makes me super happy. Um, and maybe it's also a technology thing. We've talked about that before. Different mm-hmm. game engines make it easier to port from platform to platform. But mm-hmm. I almost feel like maybe there's a, a, an, an attitude of like your game's got to be on Switch at yeah. some point. I would agree. You know? Yep get your game on the switch you have access to so many more people so many more um, so people. i mean it was what yeah it's still the number one selling console isn't it like it it just keeps probably knocking knocking the figures out of the park yeah they had the oled switch that's doing great the other remake no man's sky ports sorry um portal companion collection so a collection of portal games coming to the nintendo switch that's awesome i love portal well, I do but too. another port um, and you know what? Yeah. I've got no problems. Talks. I have zero problems with ports coming to the Nintendo Switch because guess what? I'm yeah. rebuying them so I can play yeah. them. I can play them on the go. Um, yeah. And on the they're not full. Yeah. And they're not full <laughs> price. That's the thing. Like they're actually pricing mm. them. I would say pretty decently. Like I picked up. Um, what was it? When it first came out, uh, the commandos republic commandos was i think like 20 bucks but it's going on sale mm. here and there for like six dollars uh wow yeah I, and a lot of these titles too on launch day they're coming out with sales or if you pre-order it you'll get a sale price so um yeah i'd say it's if you own it other places if you don't have a steam deck and you own it on steam and you have a switch just buy it just do it <laughs> yeah uh yeah, definitely. Lots of ports. Ports on the Switch turn out really, really great just because of the nature of the Switch. Uh, um, Did the I big see? port they announced was Persona 5 yeah. and previous Persona <laughs> games as well. Which, oh, really? Uh, so they're going to do yeah. the previous? Wow. Wow. Yeah, there's like three, I think, uh, other older games. You, you know, you could imagine those being ported different generations of Persona games. But yeah, yeah. Persona 5 Royal october 21st um which i know is a huge uh, a huge game for a lot of people um kind of an rpg anime g- style game where you play as a teenage boy who is falsely accused of a crime and ends up with a criminal record and you make friends with other kids who uh basically try to take down evil evil adults um so it sounds super fun and it's a super popular game and another like they saved it for last, and it was like one of the big announcements, and it's a port. Hmm. Uh, which uh, is if, cool. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in the price, real quick, of the Portal Companion Collection, it's only going to be twenty bucks for both Portal and Portal Two. So nice. I don't. And that's think a good that's... one too. Portal Two to play with a friend on the couch. Yeah, I don't think that's such a bad price. I know that they're older games, but the fact that you can replay them with people that have maybe never played them, the portability. Uh, I think that's great. 
Yeah. Uh, now is it Sonic of- Frontiers? Sorry. Oh yeah, I'm no, so excited about all We're the so other stuff. Yeah, there's so much good stuff. Real quick, before you go into Sonic, because Sonic is going to be that's big. Is it Persona Five and Persona Five Royale, or like is it both games, or is it just the Royale and then they're going to do the rest uh, of the series? Do you know? Persona Five Royal is like a um like a version Persona Five. It's like another. It's like an enhanced version of it. I think okay. with uh, additional end game content. Gotcha. So okay. that should be plenty for those Persona Five uh, junkies out there. Because I know Persona Five also has that hack and slash. Uh, title that's kind of like um hyrule warriors yeah there's a persona game already on switch uh, okay but this is kind of like the mainline series sweet all right let's hear about yeah. sonic because i'm pretty excited for that sonic frontiers it just looks cool <laughs> open does. world open zone right you yeah. go to zones zone. right zones in sonic not worlds <laughs> open zone uh experience with sonic where you've got all of sonic's abilities like dashing uh, d- and more dashing, <laughs> uh, spinning in a ball, spinning, going on loop de loops. Yeah. Um, but in that sort of uh 3D platforming open world experience, and they showed some uh battle mechanics where you sort of lock on to enemies and then do your spin attacks on on them, collecting rings, using your dashes to break stuff open and unlock stuff, collect keys. Uh, you have different islands that you travel to, Starfall Islands. Uh, I, I don't think we know exactly what the plot is, but uh, it looks good. And it looks like you've got all that fast-paced Sonic adventure, uh, Sonic action, along with an adventure game. So it should be fun. What a time to be alive with all these older IPs coming <laughs> back. Like I feel like we're just a breath away from a new Super Monkey Ball. Yeah. I mean, well, I, we're getting Super Bomberman R2. Yeah. yeah which see? Uh, I couldn't understand if that's exactly a remake with additional content or its own thing. It seems like kind of a remake. But Not a clue. But I saw yeah. that you're going to get all the old games too. So. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Yeah, so you get the new, new and the old, old. You get it all. Yeah. Super Bomberman R2 has a new castle mode. With one player defending against a bunch of other players. I think they said like 15 other players. That's what I think I saw. So you and you can create levels and share them with other people to play. So that's pretty sweet. Bomberman is a great game. Um, And it's really fun to see it come to the Switch. Even if it's in kind of like a same form as it was before, you get a few new features. So that should be fun to see. Um, Another port, big port. Something we've talked about before, near. Okay, yeah. I have issues. <laughs> near the way they say it in the direct, near automata. I would say automata, be like a robot, yeah. like an android, like the characters are. But Nintendo Direct dude says near automata. So actually, the end you kind of, of even sa- you sounded like yeah. you sounded like the direct guy actually. And now the <laughs> God's channeling him a little bit. Yeah, He's you got were. a particular style. <laughs> he does. You sounded like it. You should do it. Introduce, introduce it real quick. I feel like there's so many things in life <laughs> that I missed out on that I could have done. Nintendo Direct voiceovers, um, being that extra and being any extra in a movie, but particularly one that like gets like, like shot or like punched, like oh yeah, like yeah. I was born for that. I missed my calling. 
And Maybe now, it's not too late. <laughs> and now in the and now, news, near and now. Oh, it's out of nada. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm not gonna. Is it passed? Oh, the the right. moment passed. It's all over. right. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, that that's cool. That's a game I tried to play <laughs> on uh, PS Cloud streaming, and it was okay. I didn't. Nah, I had an issue, and I stopped playing it. So maybe I'll maybe I'll go back to it. Could be mm-hmm. cool. Could be cool. Yeah. Um. Anything else kind of like stick out to you? Groups of things. So we saw Minecraft <laughs> Legends again. Yeah. I don't think we learned anything new, but that's cool. We'll be on Switch. I'm glad to hear it. Fire Emblem Three Hopes already out. Um, kind of a warrior style game with the Fire Emblem. It should be awesome. Um, and a bunch of farming games. Uh, <laughs> Disney Dreamlight Valley. Uh, yeah, that one life's looks pretty yeah. wild. It looks like you can play yeah. as all types of different characters or interact with them. Yeah, Disney characters. You're your own character. You interact with Disney characters. Yeah. It's a life simulator, kind of like Animal Crossing Harvest Moon. Farm, cook, and fish. Yeah. Early access title in September, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, and then there's Doraemon Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdom, the actual oh. Harvest Moon series. Story of Seasons, Harvest Moon kind of the same thing kind of different we talked about that <laughs> once the difference time. yeah <laughs> another life sim farm fish and cook uh this one has co-op play and then um harvestella more life sim <laughs> you can farm and fish and cook <laughs> i think i think we're seeing people trying to capture so animal crossing had its last dlc it's a couple months back right yeah um, happy home paradise happy home paradise so, you know, if you finish that, let's go ahead and try to capture those Animal Crossing fans looking for something else. Seriously. Uh, Harvestella <laughs> looks kind of cool though because it's a mix of life sim and action mm-hmm. RPG. Yeah. Um, so, like, you go through the seasons, you know, one of the seasons, spring, summer, <laughs> fall, winter. You're farming, you're co- talking to your friends, you're collecting things, fishing, cooking. Then... um the season of death comes <laughs> quietus and uh, things start to die. Your crops, monsters appear. You got to fend them off and protect your city. So, and then ultimately find the source of this quietest thing. And perhaps there's a, a larger story there, but it, that one at least seems interesting to me in the sense that it's a combination of life sim and uh, sort of classic JRPG fantasy stuff. Yeah, I like know Final uh, Fantasy meets Animal Crossing. <laughs> that's that's wild. So I'll be anxious to see how popular this is. I, gotta, I feel like you got to try it. I mean, yeah. it's like, it kind of combines two genres, too, where you can just spend a lot of your time playing the game. Right. The life simulator is basically emul- endless, endless time you could put into those things. And uh, in RPGs, like also. It's going to be a lot of collecting stuff, I'm, I'm thinking. Ariel actually got quite taken with um, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. They had a collector's box that had like this really cute cow or something inside of the soft, like plushy cow. 
Um, it was adorable. Do it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and she likes cute stuff, so she was like, "Oh, what is this game?" And she looks at it, and she's like, "It's basically Animal Crossing, but possibly even cuter." So uh, she picked it up. She she's played that game for for quite a while now, and um, I mean, the Story of Seasons franchise they they kind of knock it out of the park. I mean, they've been around for a long time, maybe just as long as Animal Crossing, and. Uh, they do, they do a good job. So, I mean, this might even be a yeah, title that I longer. pick up. Yeah. Yeah, Harvest Moon's been around forever. And you get to marry people and date people. I feel like that's yeah. an element completely missing from other games for some reason. Yeah, and in this version of Story Seasons, like you said, there's also kind of a fighting element. So I feel like that's going to kind of draw in some more people who might not just want to fish and farm and that's it. You know, now you've got kind of more of an adventure aspect too. So... I'm actually pretty excited for this. I stopped playing Animal Crossing a while back, much to Ariel's kind of like disappointment because she has yeah. like tons of recipes that she's been wanting to like give to me. Uh, <laughs> she has them like sitting all on her like her floor in her house, and she's like, "Yeah, I can't get a well, good rating." Invite me over, Ariel. Yeah. Invite me over to your island. I'll help <laughs> help you out with those recipes. She's like, "I need to get these recipes off my floor because I can't get a good house rating because they just say like." My house is littered with trash, but it's not. It's recipes. So, it's recipes for my husband. It's for my husband. He's not coming over and getting them. I've probably got like monster cockroaches at at my because I haven't I haven't logged into yeah. that in probably two years, year and a half. Oh yeah, you've yeah. definitely got bedhead and some cockroaches. Oh, oh yeah, and they're probably mess. They're bigger than I am. So <laughs> so yeah. Uh, this was a really great direct that Nintendo did not really advertise too much until about a day before. And we got some yeah. really good stuff. So um, I'm really looking forward to, to all these titles. I mean, October is going to be a hot time for Nintendo. So um, cold month, hot time. And I know and that there, there's, there's yeah. some rumors going around that. And I mean, I know there has been, but they, I think they're becoming a little more credible, especially okay. if you start looking at um, Nintendo's companies that they typically use for manufacturing parts. You know that that's what I kind of look at. And yeah, yeah. supply um, chain. I look at supply chain all the time. I'm always, always in that uh, universe. And uh, I would say there's probably some pretty credible rumors that we may see not necessarily a like Nintendo Switch 2, but an even more powerful variant of the Nintendo Switch potentially coming eventually. Um, it does not That'd look like they are changing the form factor. So it looks like Nintendo has gotten hip with, okay, maybe we're not going to go crazy and switch to like a GameCube. We're going to kind of keep with the Switch, which um, people that have... I mean, everyone's trying to copy them. So yeah. they got something that works. So yeah. like they can I, iterate on that incrementally. I'll, a lot of people that have kind of seen what I've seen as far as the manufacturing side goes uh, have said the same thing, that this looks like a really positive step uh, for Nintendo in the right direction. So uh, look for, I mean, we might get an announcement. We keep saying that there's going to be another winter. Switch for years and years. Eventually, yeah. you'll probably be right. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. Um, but I will say it does look like they may be experimenting with something right now. Um, I don't That'd know that cool. we'll get an announcement this year as we just got the, you know, the LED switch, but I would say, you know, within the, within a year, year's time from, you know, right now till next year, I would say we probably get another, uh, some kind of switch announcement about a more powerful system coming down the line. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> Go for it. 
Uh, real quick, one other thing that I thought was awesome in the direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Railgrade. It yeah. looks like a model train game. And yeah. I don't think they're model trains, but they look like model trains. And ugh, just it looks so great. Trains through the. I'm not. A, I was never into model trains. I <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have that. But I think if I did, I would have really enjoyed it. I enjoyed plenty of other things. No regrets. <laughs> but I if, think it it just looks so satisfying. I can just totally see. You know, you can build uh, your whole uh, train network, your tr- network mm-hmm. of tracks, and all different kinds of trains, and you have to connect them cleverly and you know move resources from point A to point B and just like manage resources which sounds really boring but is totally up my alley I think it looks awesome uh if you get a chance so the game to me looked a lot like um but like an updated version of Railroad Tycoon um Uh, yeah have you ever played that title No, no no all right it goes on sale for like 10 bucks or no Honestly, on Steam, probably 99 cents. Probably on Game Pass. I, that's what thing. Like, I'm not buying any more games until I look them up on Game Pass first, because I'm like... If if you get a chance, you need to look up Railroad Tycoon. Um, you can build your own... This, this Like around. I said, this looks a lot more complex, and it looks good. Um, I've been looking for kind of a railroad game like this for a while, like Railroad Tycoon. Um, I've actually downloaded it on my uh, computer and played it a couple times. But... Um, it's a lot of fun being able to build your own railroad, your own, um, like your own stations. And then you can kind of build with Railroad Tycoon. And it kind of looks like this, this rail guard, uh, rail grade game is going to be similar. You can build like support buildings around the, uh, uh, around the station. So you'll have like a bar and a hotel. And you kind of like, if you're starting off in, let's say, like the 18th century or whatever. You're putting some of these towns on the map and you're, um, you know, you're putting out of business the big companies that exist today, like Norfolk Southern and CNO or um, is it CNO? Uh, not CNO. Maybe it is. I don't know. CSX. Train companies. <laughs> CSX. So, okay. you know, they use these in like Railroad Tycoon. I'm sure that, like I said, this rail grade game is probably going to be very similar. You're actually, you can create this railroad empire and put out of business these uh these other companies that kind of pop up around you um and you can great i love crushing small business (laughs) um it's a lot of fun especially when you see like uh and i'm sure this game's gonna have it too probably where you they actually use like the names of these railroad tycoons from back in the day and you're like oh you know i recognize that name I'm going to take no mercy on that person. Uh, what was it? The <laughs> the Vanderbilts. So the Vanderbilts were really big with the railroad. That's um, that's actually like the... Oh, what is his name from CNN? Um, the guy with the white hair from CNN. Wolf Blitzer? No, the other one who's kind of skinny. Very Anderson blue eyes. Cooper. Yeah, so Anderson Cooper, his last name's not Cooper. It's actually like Vanderbilt. And his all of his money is from the railroads. So like you can crush his like great great eyes are too good to be true. Right. So like (laughs) uh you can crush like his great 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 granddaddy um when he tries to start up his railroad. It's a lot of fun. Games like that are are great. 
Well, I didn't know you were such a railroad enthusiast. Uh, I'm glad for this uh, this little mini rant. It's, it's exciting. It's like The Sims. You know, I enjoy playing. You know, games like the Sim City and Rail Gray. I'm sure this Rail Gray game, Railroad Tycoon, and um, yeah. what is it? Not Civilizations, but oh, uh, Tropico. That, those games are so much fun. Just all right, build your little empire and crush crush all your neighbors. You know. <laughs> on that note uh, I think that's a good spot to wrap up our coverage for the Nintendo Direct uh, slash Railroad Direct coverage <laughs> thanks uh, so much everyone for joining us for yet another episode exciting episode of MXPB where we learn all about your hosts weird hobbies and interests <laughs> Uh, we're on Instagram, like us. We're on Facebook, like us. Uh, Glitch, are there any any parting words this week you'd like to leave our adoring fans with? Choo choo. Been working on the railroad all the live long day. <laughs>